Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Around the Generations, where we get different generational thoughts on certain topics. Just a disclaimer, we may be from different generations, but we do not represent the entirety of each generation. We're just trying to get different perspectives and have honest, open communications. My name is Ariana, and I will be hosting this episode. I am joined with co-hosts Mom and Levi. Say hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, and today we will be discussing cooking with soy fam. Yeehaw, can't wait for this one. This is an interesting topic, Ariana, because um, I don't know that I'm an expert cooker at all. <laughs> That's exactly why I want to talk about today. So first, foremost, I want to ask everybody, what is your first like mindset, just quick statement, what is your mindset on cooking? Mom, go. Oh, I don't know what you're looking for. What's my mindset? I don't like to cook. How do you feel about cooking? I don't like to cook. <laughs> Mom's version of cooking is ordering something from Pizza Ranch. Oh, and I'm notorious for let's quick go grab this or that. I'm learning and I'm trying to learn to be a more mindful eater. I think when I was 18... I probably enjoyed putting a grand meal together when it was just a one of or a two of. <laughs> I can do a lot of cooking for two. I also cook for two, but uh, it's for myself. So <laughs> it's, my, it's for myself twice. <laughs> so you're eating for two, but you don't have a second inside of you. Yes, that is correct. I, uh, <laughs> I, just, I just cook for two. And oftentimes those serving sizes are huge. I bring the second meal to work next day. <laughs> That's how I frequent. You're the the meal prep guy. A little bit. Um, I try not to meal prep too much in advance because I don't like the quality of food as it sits in the fridge over a period of time. That's fair. The least amount of time it sent it sits in the fridge after cooking is the best, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to meal prep, but I want to know, like, what's your overall thoughts about cooking? I want to start to enjoy it more. I recognize today that I have not been doing a good enough job, so I actually downloaded a few um, macro nutrient calculators and trackers to make sure that I'm hitting my target calories and target macros in order to better my performance in the weight room, and that's what my biggest goals are right now. So I want to enjoy it more right now. My tendency is to, as I'm driving home from places, is to almost think of, oh, where would be good today? And I want to pick something up. So I don't like cooking as much as I should, uh, but I'd like to get into it more. So hopefully this tracker helps me stay motivated. That's good. Well, for me, my mindset on cooking is that I like good food, but I don't like to cook. and I don't like to clean. I'm kind of known where like sometimes like throughout high school when I would bring lunches and also sometimes at work, I would bring like the best smelling foods. And then people are like, wow, do you like to cook? And I'm like, I like good food. <laughs> I don't like to cook. It's a lot of work. Um, and that's kind of my mindset about it is I kind of enjoy everything surrounding cooking, like the eating. I enjoy grocery shopping. You know, I kind of enjoy cooking. I just don't like the cooking as much as everything else. As much as the eating. Oh, the eating's great. Why do you enjoy uh, grocery shopping? That kind of surprises me a little bit. Yeah, it surprises everybody. Everybody I meet that's my age is like, oh, God, I have to go grocery shopping. I hate grocery shopping. But for me, I don't know, there's something really methodical and therapeutic about it. Like, I'm like, what do I want to eat this week? I make the list. I put it in order of how I navigate the store. I put in my earbuds and I just grab my cart and I go. You know, I don't do the shopping in this house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you delegate that. I, I'm a very good delegator. <laughs> <laughs> I remember putting a shopping list together. So I designed it in, I suppose it was Excel. The categories were in order of navigating through Walmart. I think I got it from. <laughs> uh, we don't use that method anymore we've we've upgraded to phone apps <laughs> all right ariana what do you got for us tonight what questions do you want to address what is your favorite meal to eat to eat uh, my favorite would have to be a well-prepared steak with a heaping scoop of mashed potatoes and like 
sweet baby carrots or mixed vegetables or something like that. You like broccoli? I do like broccoli. Um, I don't steam my broccoli like a lot of people do. I feel like that's how a lot of people cook it, either in the microwave or in a pot or whatever. I actually pan fry my broccoli in oil, like an olive oil, and then I season it. That's the way to go. Is it frozen? Uh, frozen broccoli or fresh broccoli? Yeah, I just I just buy frozen broccoli. One, it's uh, it's cheap, and two, I'm kind of lazy, so I don't want to. I don't feel like cutting it up every single time. Mm-hmm. So, I just get it in a frozen two or a four serving bag, and I cook that up, and then I'm all set. Yeah, just a pro tip for anybody who's trying to get someone to eat their vegetables, and they just don't like the flavor. Stop steaming them it's so flavorless it's disgusting whoa (laughs) okay i agree one it's disgusting and two a lot of um, vitamins that are in those vegetables are water soluble they will dissolve essentially out of that uh, that broccoli have you guys ever wondered how uh when you go to the Chinese restaurant, why or how they're able to get their broccoli so flavorful and colorful. Yeah, don't overcook it. Yeah, you you add in the soy sauce and the oyster sauce and the fish sauce. MSG. <laughs> MSG. <laughs> the MSG. It's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing is you don't overcook it. If you overcook broccoli, you're done. It gets bitter. Bitterer. 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 One thing we started doing is air frying the broccoli. Have you guys tried that? Yeah. I love it. It gets crispy like a chip. Yep. If you got an air fryer home, it's a good way to do it. It's like the meme template with the galaxy brain, and it's like steaming your broccoli (laughs) and then roasting your broccoli. And then at the bottom, we have Gigabrain air frying your broccoli. It's really good. This is a meme, you said? Yeah, I'll show it to you. So I'll send you an email and it will be there. One of these days we're going to have to have an episode on uh, these memes and acronyms and TikToking and something like that, whatever it is. <laughs> Modern culture. So Levi likes kind of the traditional steak and potatoes dinner. I do. It's full of flavor. Yeah. Um, Mom, Mom, what do you like? I don't know. What is your favorite meal to eat? <laughs> I don't have a favorite. One of your favorites. Which meal brings you the most pleasure, but also potentially the most guilt? The, the most guilt, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, dessert. I-, I learned a long time ago to eat dessert first because you never know if you're going to choke on something and die. Yeah. <laughs> have you choked on something before? I haven't. <laughs> If I have, I don't recall, but I don't know that I have a favorite meal. Um, sometimes I find eating annoying because it takes away from all the other things I'm doing. Uh, so I'm not one to sit down and enjoy a meal, even though I'm learning that I should probably be better at it. I think that in a person's lifetime, you traditionally stick with, you know, a solid seven to ten meals that you would cook over and over again. Yeah. I, I find eating a necessary evil. Yeah. I was I kind of missed that when I was talking about like my mindset on cooking is that like it's a hassle and just like eating also is a hassle and me with my busy schedule it's just sometimes I go very long periods of time without eating and I probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I did that today. Or like I would eat less than I normally would because I'm just don't have time to sit down or I forget. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably graze more than anything. Yeah, I feel that. Graze? <laughs> like a cow? Well, I've been called that before, but... <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Is, it, is it hurt, though, <laughs> if it's the truth? <laughs> Are you hurt? Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you this, then, Mom. If you don't have a favorite meal to eat, this goes into my next question. I have an answer. Oh, you have an answer now. Almonds. <laughs> Chocolate-covered almonds. They're the go-to. It's dessert and protein all in one. You can't go wrong. If you haven't discovered chocolate-covered almonds, it's dark chocolate, so it's healthy for you. 
There might be a little sugar in there, but hey. <laughs> it's less bad. I mean, chocolate is actually pretty healthy for you. It's the sugar that's the problem. Yeah. The manufactured chocolate. Yeah. You know what? I think I know what one of my favorite meals yeah. is, or maybe not a meal, but I enjoy meatloaf. I have a good recipe for meatloaf. So Ooh, that is true. That's probably my favorite. I love leftovers. I know, Levi, you talked about not wanting to have prepared food, sit in the refrigerator and collecting all the odors of the refrigerator, but I <laughs> love leftovers. I know some people don't. I've been hearing that as I've talked to others. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dale's spaghetti. It's killer. Some stuff does taste better after a couple of days, like if you let the flavor ferment and mingle. What's a good one that tastes good after a period of time? Chili, I've been told. Chili, yeah. I think uh, the general consensus is uh, chili's better the second time. Mm-hmm. Do you put uh, anything in your chili or just straight up chili? To be frank, I don't really like chili. I don't know how to prepare chili. No cheese or sour cream or crackers. Dang, you mean like the fixins? Yeah, onions topped with onions. I don't have time for that. <laughs> just put it in the the leftover container. Like if I have to add cheese and sour, that means I have to bring three more containers <laughs> wherever I'm going. So it's just inconvenient. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is factual. I can can attest. Thinking about the meals I want to have as leftovers, I'm like, okay, what has good reheatability? Yeah. And like I discovered my first year out of the house when I was cooking in the dorms, croissants have terrible reheatability. <laughs> Don't do it. You either eat all eight of them or none at all. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaliyah has, uh, this is your guys' younger sister. She's started making croissants with chocolate chips in them. I did that before her, yes. Yeah, Ariana started that. The French class back in high school was preparing them and serving them as a fundraiser. And I'm like, damn, I want some of this. And I made some of it. It was good. <laughs> I think she added peanut butter and chocolate chips one time and marshmallows. It is the laziest pastry you will ever make. It was pretty good. Fantastic for potlucks. Okay, so croissants are a terrible reheat. What else? Just anything with bread. Bread, yeah. Bread in general is a horrible reheat. I've also come to like kind of stay away from chicken because it starts getting that leftovery taste after a little bit, so I try not to do chicken. Why not? Put leftover chicken in a stew or a soup. Have you ever done that? No, because if I have leftover chicken, it's in like a stir fry. It's already mixed into something. Yeah, it's already mixed into something. I tried making soup actually the other day. Lasagna soup. You add like lasagna noodles to it. You break them up so they're bite size. And it's kind of like a tomato soup with like a lasagna flavor. I was not counting on the noodles absorbing that much water, and now it's more like Chef Boyardee, it's a bad time, and now I have like three containers full of it, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> Freeze, Freeze it? it. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Put it off for another day. Freeze it and and uh, do a, a six-month inventory and, and unthought and say, oh, what can we have for dinner tonight? <laughs> It's not a bad idea, actually. Um, fortunately, I do have a significant other in the house that doubles as a garbage disposal, so I can make them just eat some of it, but it's still a little bit of a fail. So I want to bring it back. I asked you what your favorite meal was to eat, but now I want to know what is your favorite meal to cook, or maybe just your least hated meal to cook. Yeah, because I think we've already established that I don't cook. Frozen dinners don't count. Uh, frozen pizza? That is a frozen dinner. Mm, Papa Murphy's? That is not... Um... <laughs> Take and bake doesn't count either. What? Legal. I can delegate someone to cook, so... Mom makes a good au jus and chili. Anything in a crock pot, really? I was going to say, just like give you a hint, and I was going to be like, think about the crock pot. <laughs> but like, Levi is just full on helping you plagiarize here because like he's giving you the answers yeah i need help <laughs> isn't this like phone a friend it's a lifeline it should be phone a friend it's a lifeline you shouldn't have to phone a friend to tell you your opinion <laughs> <laughs> mom what is your least hated thing to cook <laughs> what is my least favorite thing to cook least hated so like 
remember it's the evening and it takes me a little while to process what you're saying. My least hated thing to cook. Does that mean I actually have to cook it? Yeah. Yes. No delegating. Well, anything that I can put in the oven and leave for 20 minutes. Uh, anything. said no frozen dinners. <laughs> uh, anything I can put in a crock pot and leave for eight hours. You don't have a specific meal. Just no. The crock pot. Crock pot. Okay, Warley. I've made crock pot lasagna. It's, that's pretty good. Actually, that is fire. I could use some of that right now. I enjoy the flavors of an Italian pasta salad. I make a mean Italian pasta salad. Valid answer. So. Italian pasta or crock pot. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Can I be done answering the question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a, in a casual fashion, yeah. um, you could say something like, Levi, what about you? Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, let me, let me try this again, ladies and gentlemen. You can't say ladies and gentlemen anymore. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> Everyone, listeners, fellows, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I think I've established that I found a salad or a pasta, if you want to call it a salad. Meatloaf, crockpot, anything. You just triggered half the internet. <laughs> How? What is salad? A mixture of things. I don't think mom's ready for this discussion, Levi. I feel like I'm missing out. Okay, there's a really big heated debate on the internet about what is more salad. And you have something like a fruit salad up against something like a potato salad. Is it like a bracket style? No, it's like it's just a debate. Which is more salad? It's kind of like the debate, is cereal a soup? Whoa. What? Oh, so a salad can be like a fruit salad or a pasta salad? <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this debate. Or, or a green salad. I don't think you're ready. <laughs> so here's the thing. There's like a an adjective in front of the word salad that defines what it is. So there's different categories, period. <laughs> Excellent answer. Like Caesar salad. So when someone says they're they're going to bring a salad to a potluck, then the qualifier is what type of salad? A fruit salad, a pasta salad, or a green salad? Or taco salad. Taco salad is a meal. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're just like this is true. This is like triggering to half the internet. That's okay. So what okay, why is it a trigger? Help me understand that. It's a great debate about how much salad something is. It's like kind of a meme on the internet. That almost sounds like, how human am I? There, yeah. No, because you're definitely a human. It's like, there's a couple of questions that have broken the internet. Is water wet? Is soup a, or is cereal a soup? And uh, is hot dog a sandwich? I think we need to ask ourselves the, uh, the classic Spongebob question and what in the Davy Jones locker is a salad? Two salads. <laughs> so here, I had to pull up on Google here. Salad defined is a cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables, usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressing, and sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients. Did you ask Jamie to pull that up? Yeah, Jamie, pull that up. Let's get this on screen. <laughs> so by that definition, Lucky Charms is a salad. No. no. Why not? It's got like multiple ingredients mixed together, hot or cold. You missed the vegetables part. Oh, okay. What about the oil? See, there's an oil... Yeah. Could add oil. If you're adding oil to Lucky Charms, we got bigger problems. <laughs> it could be like a coconut oil. That might taste good. That would not taste good. Isn't coconut oil solid at room temperature, though? It is, yeah. Depending on what temperature the room is. True. <laughs> yes. It could be warmer in the room, so then it would be liquid. This is a stupid discussion. But as soon as you put it in your mouth, I guarantee you it would be liquid. Well, your mouth isn't room temperature. But it's then oil before you actually consume it or swallow it. Oh, uh, I don't want to eat coconut oil. Did I answer your question? Oh, oh, I needed to learn better. Uh, so what about you, Levi? <laughs> well, <laughs> what about me? Oh, no. I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Ariana, you haven't answered this question. Ariana. We go from top to bottom. I'm at the bottom. Even if I'm hosting. Oh, well, tell me more about that. No. (laughs) (laughs) So my, what was it? Favorite meal to cook? Least hated meal to cook. In mom's case. I have a few staples that I cook. Just because I'm so used to cooking them now. My breakfast staple. My meal prep staple. My... Um, I like cooking anything on the grill, really. So grilling is fun to me, and I wish I could do it more often. But I have to pull the grill out of the garage every single time I want to use it. Eh, that's fine. It's it's also getting colder now, so... You just cook in the garage. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use a gas grill in a sealed compartment. Yeah, that'll work great. Well, let's take a video and see what happens, <laughs> Levi. <laughs> I think this is a good time to tell the story about the time dad grilled in the rain for you. <laughs> for who? Me? Yes. He's done that multiple times. Oh, because I delegated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holding the umbrella? This specifically how he said it. Umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> I think we have a video of that. We de- There's definitely a video somewhere. Dad's grilling in the rain, holding it. Umbrella. And it's a good time. <laughs> I think there was two umbrellas. Uh, There was one on the deck. One covering the grill and the other one covering him. (laughs) It was a good setup. We weren't ready to give up our burgers that day. That's all. Mm -hmm. So I even started utilizing the grill and the cast iron to cook my vegetables. That sounds nice. So that way I don't have to go in and out. I just throw a cast iron skillet on there and it takes up half the grill. And on the other side is my my chicken or my my pork chops, whatever it happens to be that day. I think the key to cooking like raw meats in their cut form, so like chicken breast, pork chops, steak, anything like that, is to brine it. So I do a dry brine with uh, pink Himalayan salt. And that really, really um, enhances the flavor of it. So pro tip out there, make sure you... uh, Insult your meats at least an hour in advance. I thought you said insult your meats. Insult them. Tell them they'll never amount to anything. You're just a patty. What do you know? I don't know where that's going, Levi. Uh, Basically, if you're one to cook meats like I do, steaks, pork chops, chicken, if you, you know, buy the, um, the butchered meats, basically, or now that it's deer season, if you got deer that you're ready to cook up, season it before you cook it at least an hour in advance because that'll give time um, going to chemistry about, you know, gradients of high to low so the salt will work its way into the meat and then it tastes much better. Mm -hmm. Your dad uh, air fried some venison here. It was good. It was really good. It was seasoned very well. Fresh out of the forest. Can you fax me some? Let me just see if I can teleport that over to you guys isn't that in charlie wonka willy wonka charlie (laughs) in the factory what is it called this one's charlie in the chocolate factory that's the newer one oh with uh johnny depp or i should say less old what did he call it it was like television meets chocolate i call it i don't remember i don't know it's been a while since i've seen that movie yeah yeah, that's what I need in my life. Yeah, cook something for me and then teleport it to me. Huh. I think that should be reversed since you guys are much better cooks than I am. I don't know about better. <laughs> yeah, but when when you cook something like chili or whatever in the crock pot, it's really good. You give it time. Anything with time tastes good. Oh, except if it's leftovers. Or maybe it's because I don't cook it. Better if somebody else cooks it, yeah. There could be something to be said about that. If someone else prepares it and cooks it, then it tastes better. Unless if it's chilly. Mm-hmm. What about cleanup? Do you guys clean up as you're cooking? No. Oh, the worst part. It's either you cook, I clean, or I clean, you cook. No. Or I leave it till next weekend. No. No in between. 
How hard is it to actually put a sink full of dishwater? Hard. Let me tell you, mom, since you haven't cooked a whole lot. Listen, I've got four <laughs> pans on the stove, something in the oven. I'm chopping things as I go. You think I have time to turn around and scrub a pot? No. Time management. <laughs> <laughs> that just drives me absolutely nuts. I think I've trained a couple people in this household how to clean and cook at the same time. I just don't like doing it. I just can't. If I'm not constantly stirring my dishes, they will burn. Yeah, because then I feel like I have to dry my hands every time and then re-pick up where I was. A little bit of dish soap in any type of meal, it just makes it cleaner. That's all. Little bit of spice. Cleans out your insides. <laughs> That's what it does. Extra spice. Yeah. I don't know if it's spicy. Give it some of that secret sauce. None of that secret sauce. <laughs> that stuff gave me facial palsy. <laughs> Here we go. I'm already tired and I'm not now starting to think about one-liners. It's a great time. Nobody's going to understand the references, but that's okay. Did you know that uh, some people taste cilantro and to them it tastes like soap? Yes. Hmm. Because it's like a really big debate. That's another thing about me is I watch a lot of cooking videos. I really enjoy watching other people cook and learning from them. And a couple of the chefs... I thought you said cocaine. No, cooking. I now cooking. process it as cooking. Cooking. Thought I heard cocaine. Sorry. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking from experience, from having bar soap in my mouth as a child, mm -hmm. I don't think I can say that cilantro tastes like soap because, well, there are many different flavors of soap. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Pretty sure they all taste the same. I mean, there isn't just one flavor of soap. What the heck, Mom? <laughs> so I, I, I would wonder, you know, if there is this big debate on the line on cilantro tasting like soap. Well, which kind of soap? No. Is it Dawn dish soap or is it, you know, no, no, bar, no. bar like That's bath not what bar I'm soap saying. or no, is it? Stop it. It tastes like a long chain polymer, you know? <laughs> I'm saying that there are people out there who they taste cilantro and they don't taste this delicious, herby, deep, ethnic flavor. They taste soap and it's because the genetics of their taste buds said no. I have a question of that. Are they eating cilantro raw? If so, I have further questions. Well, it can be cooked. True, but it tastes great raw. But that's your opinion. To you. Ask dad if he eats cilantro raw. Okay, there's probably three people in this house that love cilantro, and I do see it in the fridge, and sometimes I throw it out because I don't want it occupying space <laughs> in my refrigerator. <laughs> Why would you do that? You waste the flavor. That's so disrespectful. I use it as like a... I don't know, like more of an aromatic in my food than anything else. If I do use it, I don't use it frequently. So is cilantro traditionally a flavor in Mexican dishes? Because I've only known it in Asian dishes. Yeah, it's in Mexican dishes. Pico de gallo. Yeah, pico de gallo. How did it transfer over to the Asians? I don't think that's how it works. Hmm. Do you think they grow it over there? Well, you see, before Amazon Prime, there's this thing called colonization and trade. <laughs> Are you talking about the fur trading? No, no, I'm talking about the plant trades. <laughs> I'm not sure where the cilantro plant originates from, but I got around the world and it tastes delicious. Hmm. Ariana, what other questions and talking points do you have for us? Okay, well, um, well, we're still somewhat coherent and we'll bring it back in. Just reel it in a little. <laughs> what are your meal strategies? And I like to kick this off because I didn't even get to answer the last question. By saying that I'm a meal prepper, which I think is just a uh, fancy for uh, cool kid leftovers. To me, that's all a meal prep is. Cool kid leftovers. <laughs> cool kid leftovers. Let's go. But yeah, I'll, like I said, I really think about reheatability. And I just got these black plastic containers from Walmart. Oh, yeah. I need to make it four days. You know, that's my work week is basically four days. Two of those days are over 12 hours long. 
and I don't get to stop back at home. So I really have to be thinking about what can I take with me? I do have access to a microwave and what is going to like keep the best. So those are like things I have to think about. Egg pie lie. <laughs> Gotta make that egg pie lie. <laughs> don't like egg fried rice that much. I've started cooking it and let me tell you, it's a game changer. It's very microwavable. I need to figure out ways to add more flavor. Um, not including MSG. You need to have your rice prepped, or if you're like me and you're lazy and fail to prep the rice, then I just buy the little pre-cooked rice cups already that all it takes is a minute to reheat or whatever. And uh, first, you cook your vegetable. Two, you add your rice. Three, add your sauces. Four, add the egg. No. Where does the flavor come from? Uh, I use soy sauce, and you're supposed to add a little bit of garlic to it. Garlic is good. So that, and let me tell you, when I when I did that last time, and I added garlic, soy sauce, and egg together, it immediately like a switch brought back memories of Grandma's house because it just instantly smelled like Grandma's house. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you're missing the soy dara secret ingredient, and that is oyster, oyster sauce. sauce. Yes. You'll have to find an Asian market down there, yeah. over there. Sometimes Walmart has them in like little tiny bottles, though. You don't get the industrial size. And it's expensive as hell. Is it? Yeah. I had a problem with that. Maybe I just don't look at the price tag. Okay, you can get a liter of like sweet chili sauce at the Asian market for $2.39. And at Walmart, you'll get one-fourth of that for $4.50. Fine demand. It's crazy. Yeah. I think egg fried rice is a good side dish to be able to reheat. Um, you can mix whatever meat you want in it as well. Uh, the oyster sauce? And try a little bit of sesame seed oil. Mm, yeah. And MSG. I don't want to make my house smell too much, <laughs> too much like Asian, but yes, MSG. You're missing them. Yes. You're missing the oyster sauce and the sesame seed oil. Yeah. Although I will say some people don't like sesame seed oil. It's not imperative, but it does have a little bit of flavor. What? What is a sesame? <laughs> you always see the seeds and you always see the oil, but what is a sesame? Anyway. Like Sesame Street? <laughs> yes. I'm so confused. How did they get Sesame Street? Topic for another day. Mom, I know it's I know it's late for you. I know it's late for you. Yeah. Uh, we need you to push through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Auntie Sopa, I asked her for some MSG and she gave some to me. <laughs> That's like a drug that you should not have. Well, in the words of my favorite TikTok chef who is from China, people think MSG is scary, but it's not. And um, <laughs> it's just a big fancy name, really. And they have it also in China, but it's a different name. It's much shorter. And and how how is it said in Chinese? I have no idea. We're not that kind of Asian. I'm not Chinese. I couldn't tell you. South of the border. Huh. Hey, did you guys know that Grandma gave me some sort of bean to grow this year? And I think it's because we saw it on one of the Asian TV networks, and I was asking her about it. Somehow we were able to communicate in broken English on what this was and she goes i have i have for you you take okay <laughs> i thought i was gonna get one plant and i got three of them and they're the this bean that grows like two feet long i only know of string beans and she kept calling dad every week asking me if i was taking care of the <laughs> are you well the growing season's over but so, okay, I do not have a green thumb, but I try. I mean, I can grow flowers, but I can't grow vegetables. Only if they're perennials. Oh, yeah. Perennials, I mean, they'll come back. That's so funny to me. I didn't know what to do with these things. And so she would keep checking in with dad. And then I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do? And he said, well, you, you got to tie it up. And I'm like, I don't know how to tie them up. So then I'm propping them up against these branches or twigs that I broke off the trees I'm like 
take a picture and send it to your mom and let her know that I'm taking care of these plants. Okay, so it must have been early on in the season and she didn't question what I was doing because then we went to visit her, you know, a month later and I see the plants that she has out on the deck all tied up beautifully and I'm like, ah, that's what I was supposed to do. (laughs) And they're just perfectly growing up like a trellis and mine are just plopped over, just plop. There's nothing. I mean, so sad. I tried, you guys. I tried. I'm like, yes, I'm taking care of them. All I need to do is water them, right? <laughs> and prop them up against a, a little broken tree branch. No, evidently, you're supposed to tie them up a trellis. Sad. And they had these beautiful, long, like 24 inch pods that were growing off of them. I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to cook them. <laughs> you can't cook and you can't plant. Well, I can plant. I just can't grow anything that comes out of the dirt. Got it. Got it. Yeah. What else, Ariana? I think it's probably a good time to start winding down. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few questions on this. You were you were talking about food. I'm not even sure how we started this off. I think you guys do very well making meals and cooking for yourself. Not because of my direction, but I think you were exposed to it in the house and didn't live off of cold cereal and macaroni and cheese, which I did. And ramen. And ramen noodles with <laughs> eggs. Eggs and cilantro, right? <laughs> you have to make ramen noodles with eggs and cilantro. Mm-hmm. I actually do live off of ramen noodles, but not because I have to. I'll take uh, ramen noodles with egg minus the cilantro. Okay, Mom. Anyway, what was your question? How did we learn to cook? I wouldn't say how did you learn to cook, but do you think that it's evolved over your years oh yeah definitely yeah i remember the very first thing i tried to cook was eggs and dad taught me how to do that the asian style egg or like a traditional fried egg traditional hard uh hard egg with the broken yolk super easy very difficult to screw up later on i had to ask him how to make them grandma style but yeah also very hard to screw up grandma style with soy sauce uh oyster sauce and msg Oh, lots of oil. You didn't have MSG in this house. No, I just use oyster sauce. But um, yeah, I remember there was a huge learning curve back when I was like, you know, I don't know, nine. I really screwed up brownies by adding double the water or. (laughs) That's baking. Messed up. Baking's different than cooking. Same diff. You were you were a child. Right, right. But that's kind of how I learned was really early on relative to some people. And um, dad taught me how to make scrambled omelet, which is something I still make today. Mm-hmm. So an omelet, but scrambled. Yeah, it's great. Great for lazy people. Because <laughs> anyone who is incompetent in the art of omelet making <laughs> can go to do the flip. And then the flip turns to mush. Chopped up. <laughs> Omelets are just for show anyway. The egg tastes the same. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Well, it's a showy food. It's... It's about presentation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's part of food and the art of it. But anyway, um, as time went on, I took great pride at living in the college dorms and using the communal kitchen to make food for the week for myself. And like, I, I had a great hit of pride and joy every time somebody would be like, oh, that smells so good. Uh, that looks fantastic. Or you've inspired me. And I was just like, yeah, thanks. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. I did that. And then I continue to cook for myself and my significant other. And um, I actually do a lot of research just by, what do they call it? I don't know. I'm just kind of watching these videos on YouTube for fun. But then I learn these techniques along the way. And it's just, I impl- apply those techniques to various things gradually. And as I go, I kind of just learn slowly and I look up new recipes and implement them into my uh, rotation. One thing that I'm learning with, you know, trying to identify a new relationship with food is to find something new, you know, a fruit or a vegetable to cook with. Do you try that, Ariana? Um, not really, not typically. I have been trying more fruits, though. Like, I don't know if you remember, but like I was really enjoying nectarines and plums, which normally I've kind of just been an apple sort of gal. Mm-hmm. But I'm branching out a little bit. 
What about you, Levi? Do you stick with the same things? I tend to. I really do. Because um, it's what I know. I did try HelloFresh for a while. That was on my list, actually. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. So HelloFresh, and this is not sponsored by any means, so don't skip forward if you're listening. But I've tried that service. Um, and in my experience... There was a lot of cleanup work, and that's what kind of turned me away from it. But the other thing that turned me away from it was I didn't like how the portions seemed inconsistent, and it didn't have the amount of um, like protein substance for me that I would have liked. For example, in a meal kit, you can select if it's like for two people or for four people, and I always did two people because, you know, your boy's hungry. Anyway, sometimes I would be able to eat both meals in one sitting, and sometimes like it would take me like two or three days to finish everything. It just depends on what it was. So like, mm. they, I think they overdid it on like some of the rice or pasta ones, but on some of the more traditional meals that I eat, like with your your protein, your vegetable, and your carbohydrate, that's kind of how I split my plate up. Um, and those ones, it was very inconsistent, very flavorful, but very inconsistent and a lot of cleanup. So that's what kind of turned me away from it, but I still have a lot of the recipe cards. And that's one thing I'd like to start utilizing again is using the recipe cards to to build my meals and then to, you know, have them be flavorful. But at the same time, like, I can get the ingredients myself as long as I commit to it. Yeah, that's something I've heard of. I've known people who've tried HelloFresh and their biggest complaint was the cleanup. Are we talking about doing dishes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. That was a chore. That was actually my least favorite chore to do in the house for the longest time. I think it was everyone's in our household anyway. Well, it's much easier when you have a dishwasher also. Yeah. This is true. Think of it like this, Mom. You know how during Thanksgiving there's a ton of dishes and we use your method to stay on top of it while we're cooking food? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. But every meal. Hmm. Where there's just a lot of dishes. There's just a lot of dishes. Just a lot of dishes. For a meal, basically, for me. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's why I kind of like cooking my Asian stir-fry dishes. It's because it's usually just, just one, one, one pot. In one pot. Or one pan, yeah. Super easy, super flavorful. Unless you count the rice pot, then that's two pots. And I also like it because the flavor is never the same every single time I do it. Because I don't follow a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't measure anything you just kind of yeah it looks good <laughs> uh which can be to my downfall when i get to more uh traditional or like european style dishes sure so it can be a bit of a problem yeah that makes sense that reminds me of when i was trying to learn how to make egg rolls from grandma mm -hmm. i'd ask her how much of this or how much of that she would put in and she'd always say i don't know <laughs> every single time that she made egg rolls and I was around. I would do tally marks of the number of carrots she'd use, the number of onions she'd use, <laughs> how much hamburger, how much pork. I think I compiled either five or six takes of it. And then I took the average and that was my recipe. And of course, I could make it consistent because, you know, that's my mindset. And uh, it eventually came down to she she liked my egg rolls better than she <laughs> liked her egg rolls. <laughs> the apprentice overtook the master, I think, in that one. So that's funny. I did not know that actually. Yeah, but because I couldn't operate that way, that wasn't the way my brain worked. I could not operate under the chaos of not knowing exactly how much of something to put into this complicated recipe. Yeah, you put this much in there. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm t teaching my significant other how to cook, and I'm like, and then you add the onions, and then you add the meat and the broccoli, and she's like. How much? I'm like, yeah. You just look at it. Whatever looks right. <laughs> no, do not ask the heart. <laughs> I can relate to Owen. Trust me. Uh, it needs to have some sort of quantifiable measurement to it. Oh, stir fry Asian dishes. It's just something that comes with experience. You just gotta. Yeah. You taste as you go. You just glob it in there, toss it in. Yeah, there. toss it in. If you need more of something, you add it later. Fix it later. Just, that's how I do. And when in doubt, mix it. Mix it more. Mm. Yep. <laughs> what else you got, Ariana? Oh, not much else. Um, 
We can talk about sushi because I've been making sushi lately. It's very delicious. Sushi? I am not one for sushi. If somebody asked me on a date and they suggested sushi, I'd be like, mmm, somewhere else. But why don't you like sushi? Yeah, well, first of all, I don't have that problem with somebody asking me out, so there's that. But two, sushi is a no-go for me. Why? I don't like the idea of eating raw fish. It can be, but you can also get some Americanized versions of what is popularly called the California roll. This is true. Which involves cooked imitation crab or spicy tuna rolls. It still does not uh, appeal to me. Mm. The the thought of it in my head is just there already. It's implanted and it's like, you're, yeah, and I'm too set in my ways right now. I want to be one to enjoy it, but mm-hmm. I would love to be like, yeah, let's go get sushi. I'll make you a roll, Levi, and I think you'll like it. I have gone to a sushi place before, so there's that. Have you tried it? Uh, no. I've gone to a sushi place before and I've ordered American food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of my life. I grew up as a picky eater, remember? So. Yeah. Ariana, I don't think you were as picky eater as any of the siblings. I love food. Uh, you enjoyed your food. I eat fast. Especially on spaghetti nights. I remember specifically on spaghetti nights, Dad would be like, slow down. Slow down. It'll still be there. Yeah. And I just have sauce all over my face. I think your affinity for sushi is similar to the take on pretty much anything. You know, neither Levi and I consider sushi enjoyable. I've never tried it. He's never tried it. But yet you're interested in having us try it because you find it so enjoyable. I think for Levi, you know, you said you're set in your ways for me. I just, I'm to a point in my life, I'm not interested in exploring different flavors. I kind of have the things that I like and that's it. And some people enjoy uh, flavor and exploring different food choices. So Yeah, like there's some things I'll still try, but sushi is not one of them, unfortunately. And people are going to hate me for that. Yeah. Yeah. Or spicy food. Spicy food is something that I I just, I don't partake in. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of people that the hotter, the better. Yeah. Anything with black pepper is kind of harmful to you. Me being in pain enhances the experience. <laughs> so I also steer away from spicy foods. <laughs> when, if I cry when I eat. If I'm breaking a sweat while I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I've got a funny story, actually. So I had uh, COVID a little while back and I did lose my sense of taste and smell and my significant other uh, made like homemade burgers and frozen fries for me right and he added salt and seasoned them and you know he leaves it outside my door and I eat it and it's like I can't taste anything still and it's a bummer he salted them really heavily I tell him like thank you for cooking but those fries were way too salty and then he was like well that's good at least your your sense of taste is coming back and I'm like no I can feel it on my tongue. I can feel it. And then your limbs are swollen yeah. the next day because you took in too much sodium. I've never had that problem before. You could like detect the chemical response, but you couldn't like actually in- like you couldn't interpret what was going on. Right. Yeah. And I can attest to that because that happened to me as well. Because my like I said in our previous episode was I used dots pretzels as my litmus test and when i couldn't taste those i was like "Mm, that's not good (laughs) uh is there anything else we need to talk about no i don't have anything else for you guys and i think we've we've uh gone on for a little bit here so unless you guys have any really strong opinions about food salads or cilantro i think we're ready to wrap up (laughs) yeah this whole salad thing that you're talking about that's busting the internet or It was a big debate that like... Yeah, so what, there's a problem with potato salad? No, (laughs) you're not for this conversation, Mom. But I'm curious. I don't think that's fair. Uh, I think I need a little bit more information. We'll save it for the meme episode. Mom, you need to like catch up on like three or four years of internet before you uh, are able to comprehend that. All right, so here's my take on it. You guys throw something out there that I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about, but then 
either it's going to take too long to explain and help me understand what you're talking about, or you direct me to another source to try and figure out what's going on on my own. That's like giving me homework. <laughs> I think I, th- I, th- I think when you're in conversation with somebody who doesn't understand today's like uh, hot topics or themes or whatever, uh, that one should be able to say, okay, here's what's happening. This is the storyline so that it can be comprehensible by somebody who is not in the know per se. Yeah. I mean, there, there can be those, but like if we go into a whole backstory of, you know, catching you up on three years of internet history. <laughs> yeah. This, it's just not the episode for that. Mom. <laughs> this is cooking with soy fam, not memeing with soy fam. So Another day, I promise. Hmm. I throw that out there because this isn't the first time that one, I've been instructed that it's going to take too long for me to explain it and you should go figure it out. Or number two, we're out in in the real world when you're having conversations with different generations that there's like a a breakdown of communication because of trying to explain something. I, I think that's happened, you know, several different times rather than stopping and saying, okay, let's see if we can help bring somebody up to speed on on this in a short amount of time let's use our words to communicate this subject or this topic rather than you should go check out the internet i mean valid but also okay a (laughs) we'll talk about it (laughs) we're gonna defer we'll talk about it in a meme episode and two uh it's a similar problem where memes in my opinions is essentially they're just references whether it's a reference to popular media or another meme or like memeception they're just references and you have to know the reference in order for it to be funny is it similar to uh uh, recalling or reciting one-liners in movies yeah you could equate it to that sure yeah it's like if you don't know the movie it's not really that funny correct that's why i always ask like if people have seen dumb and dumber at work because there's a quote that it, that applies perfectly to the situation, and then I have to make sure they understand the reference, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm getting a pig. <laughs> okay, I think it's time to be done now. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Around the Generations. We're tired. Mom is breaking down. It was a great time talking with you guys about cooking with soy fam. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find me at Sipla Design on Instagram. You can find Levi at the underscore white Asian on Instagram. And if you have a question for us, feel free to ask. Uh, you can email us uh, around the generations at gmail.com. All right. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in tonight. And hopefully this was a little bit more uh, lighthearted and uh, maybe bring some uh, laughter to you. So enjoy your evening. And thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you.